Yeah, yeah, you know, it's one that goes... Something like that. La La Lands. Or as my friend calls it, LA, LA Lands, is the story of a couple of hopefuls. One, a struggling actor or actress and one a struggling musician trying to make it big in LA, starring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Uh, the recent winner of all seven Golden Globes has just come out in the UK, and Rich and I went to see it at the Picture House Central yesterday. But Steph, you saw it a while back, didn't you? A while back at the London Film Festival, that's where it premiered, uh, back in October. Uh, and yeah, it went down an absolute storm. Everyone, everyone loved it. Dancing in the aisles? Pretty much. Pretty much. You right from the first sort of mu huge musical opening sequence, I think that just grabbed, like just got everyone hooked. Yeah. And by the end of it, there were tears, there was laughter. Yeah, it just, it's just one of those films really that just. <laughs> it's a feel-good <laughs> film. It's a feel-good feel film. Rish and I unfortunately managed to grab everyone's attention by getting food from the cafe beforehand, which kind of didn't really work in a closed environment. Yeah, well, People... you had macaroni and cheese. I did which have macaroni and cheese. That's true. Whole place up. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But... but yeah, no. Coming back to the film, I thought. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stones, who starred in three films together now, so they've been in Crazy Stupid Love and Gangster Squad. And Anyone see that? I, no, I don't. That one flopped. Gangster Squad flopped. Yeah. But Crazy Stupid Love was quite good. I like that. Um, so yeah, they um, they've got great chemistry together, and I thought the film just reminded me of the old razzmatazz of the uh, old Hollywood films of the 50s. What an underused word, Razzmatazz. Razzmatazz. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely with the jazz hands. loved yep. it, loved it, loved it. And I hate Ryan Gosling, so it's always going to have to do a lot for me to actually give it the thumbs up. But everything from the musicianship all the way down to the actual acting itself, Ryan Gosling wasn't terrible. And Emma Stone was a absolutely... You fall in love with her every time you see her, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That audition scene. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. All brilliant. of the feels. All the fields, and she's actually um, now, I think, overtaken Natalie Portman in terms of the, you know, the bookies' odds of, of winning the Oscar for because she won it for the Golden Globes, mm -hmm. and did Natalie Portman win it for the best drama? I can't remember now. No, actually, Isabelle Huppert won for Elle. Now that I think about it, so yeah, still all to play for. I checked the um, Betfair odds just before I left to come here today, and she's currently the front runner, and she is one to two on. To win, so no, really? it's extremely likely. With Ryan Gosling is currently third favourite at really? eight to one. I didn't really. I mean, I didn't rate Ryan Gosling that much in this film, and I do like Ryan Gosling, but I just I thought his singing was only okay. I guess he wasn't supposed to be a, an amazing singer. Um, you know, it's impressive that obviously he played. I think he did actually play all the piano scenes. And fun fact there that John Legend was jealous of him because he learned all that piano stuff within two months. Really? And he could actually be a trained pianist, whereas John Legend was like, I spent my whole life doing this and you've just mastered it within two months. Is there anything Ryan Gosling can't do? I know. <laughs> Act. <great. laughs> One of my favourite bits was the surprise cameo, which we may have just mentioned <laughs> halfway through the film. Yeah. Um, who I thought kind of lifted it up without question. But I mean, I think you've got to be a pretty cynical person to not like this film. It's got a little something for everyone. I mean, if you go in there trying not to like it, then you might succeed, but mm. it kind of sweeps you away right from the beginning. Yeah, and, and Ryan Gosling, I thought, was was pretty good. Like, I think in his last two films, like Nice Guys and this, he's kind of, he's become a lot more charismatic. Like, he is a very kind of stoic type mm -hmm. of person in films. He plays that character very well, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, sort of... so this one, like, he, like some of his lines delivery actually made me laugh. I really liked him. He's got great comic timing. Yeah. Because um, when we went to see the Nice Guys, 
Shane Black was obviously there for the Q&A afterwards and yeah. he was basically going on and on about his comic timing. Mm. So maybe there's a future there for Ryan Gosling in more comedic roles as well. Yes, yep. And another trivia that I read about was originally this one was going to have Miles Teller and Emma Watson starring in it. Oh no. But then Emma Watson turned it down because she was in Beauty and the Beast and Ryan Gosling turned down Beauty and the Beast to be the Beast to star in this film. Really? Yeah. Get out of town. <laughs> Get out of town. I think everybody wins at the end of that story. Yeah. I think I can't really imagine. Miles Teller and yeah. Emma Watson in those roles. Yeah. Or even Emma Watson opposite Ryan Gosling. So That still doesn't work for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, after all the kind of disasters and sadness of 2016, I think the world needs a couple of feel-good movies like this. Yeah. So I'd say La La Land is definitely worth a watch. Definitely. And, I mean, I'd give it a solid eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, I'd give it a solid eight. I think I'd, I mean I didn't love it. I don't think I loved it as much as everyone else did. I don't know if that's because I generally don't love musicals. Anyway, you know, I kind of struggle with them sometimes. But you know, it's definitely a feel-good film. Mm. And I really like that it was such a heartfelt homage to those musicals of the fifties. Um, you know, for example, that fantasy scene in the planetarium. You know, it was a definite nod to uh, Singing in the Rain and the fantasy sequence in that. And who doesn't love Singing in the Rain? You know, another musical for people who don't like musicals. So there is, you know, there's definitely things to like about La La Land. A lot of cynical people say it is a, a copy of old films, but it, for me it's just like a, a really nice or possibly much needed update to that kind of genre, hmm. introducing it to a much kind of wider audience. I can see various people loving La La Land and going back to watch, watching a Gene, Ke- Gene Kelly's and other types of musicals of that era. Hmm. And it was very tastefully done as well. None of it was kind of trite or soulless. It was very respectful to the original material. It borrowed pretty heavily, even in one scene when they, um, obviously Rebel Without a Cause is not a musical, but they borrowed deliberately heavily from classic cinema because the whole feel of it, from the very first moment when it's it's presented in cinema scope Hmm. up to the end, is they're trying to bring you back to that golden age of Hollywood. And for me, um, it opens a door more to people receiving the past with open arms than just sort of bastardising it and painting over it. I was thinking, actually, if, if La La Land has done to the musical what the artist did to the silent film. There'd be a lot more silent films. Well, in the way that it kind of introduces a new... A generation of of film goers to you know a kind of a bygone era of Hollywood. Obviously, mm. no one you can't get kids to watch silent films anymore, right? But no way. the artist was like a nice kind of introduction movie for, the, right. for the people who wouldn't even dream of of going back that far. And I kind of feel like maybe La La Land was a good you know a good way of actually yeah. revisiting the pre, you know the old the old musicals of the fifties and because the maybe. last big budget successful musical was what High School Musical. Love High School Musical. Well, no, there was Hairspray. Oh, yeah, Hairspray came out a few years ago, didn't it? Hairspray. That's got John Travolta. John Travolta, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But so is it your dead set for uh, Oscar glory? Absolutely. Um, I would go into more detail, but I can see from Steph's notes she's got a lot of stuff about it. Oh. (laughs) Do I? Yeah, the film... Oh, yes, the film will win the Oscar <laughs> yeah. I've written. <laughs> there you go, you heard it there first. <laughs> yeah. um, although I was sort of thinking that Manchester by the Sea has, has, I thought, had a pretty good shot against it before before the Golden Globes happened and all that. I thought, you know, that would probably be the yeah. second, I the think, second best. Or I've, even Moonlight. I've seen Moonlight now and La La Land, and I think La La Land will do it because of the fact that it's that callback to Hollywood. It's about the film industry and it's so uplifting, whereas... Mm-hmm. James, we were saying yesterday that the last couple of years there's been really like not depressing films, but what was it? Serious and sort of dark. Serious. The Revenant. Dark. Yeah. Uh, Spotlight. 
the artist won it, and I, I still think it's kind of in the same vein as the artist. So I still haven't seen the artist. I'm sorry. Steph. Really? No. I need to watch it. And I still haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> but anyway, La La Land's uh, the musical for people who don't like musicals. <laughs>